0: How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special
1: honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening. Well, we're
2: waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live.
1: Let the word go out <laughs> from here across the land. Let Danny Noonan uh, approve. It is April 20, 2022. You have found Golf Talk Live. I'm Alan DePew. I'm joined as always by Andy Hydorn, Christian Azamis, um, and Boston Bob Baldessari. Brendan Elliott is out on assignment. Andrew's doing Andrew things, and Tony's the traveling golfer, but we will allow them to check in sometime on our panel. But until then, I got to jump right to it because we just before, literally just before we started recording, The question at hand was the match. I know there's a lot of good professional golf stuff we want to talk about. Let's talk amateur golf. Andy's just sitting there. Look at him, Bob. Look at him. He's he's leaned forward into the Zoom screen. He wants to comment, but I'm going to throw it to you first, Boston, Bob, because is it pro golf that people want to see, or is it failing amateurs even if they're mega-million-dollar Super Bowl quarterbacks?
2: Yeah, I think uh, people want to see championship golf. Then they want to see lots of birdies. And then they love to see uh, train wrecks on a golf course. And there's something about Mahomes and Allen that obviously you get four Hall of Famer guys in their sport. It's amazing, but they get humbled in golf. So I think people are going to tune in to see how many uh, chili dips, skulls, I don't know. They're going to hit it all over the place. And it makes, I think it makes the average person say, hey, you know, I can do that.
1: All right, Andy. Now you can go.
3: <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's it's really interesting. And and uh... Christian,
1: Andy froze. So uh, while while we find him again,
0: <laughs> I think I might be the only one on the panel here that is not have. Oh, Andy's back. Oh, Andy's back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Do I have a bad? connection here yeah we're,
1: we're, we are we already moved on from christian go ahead <laughs> um
3: <laughs> no
0: wait. <But> yeah <laughs>
1: uh i think i'm the only
3: one
0: about the, hey aren't we
1: already talking about the heritage at this point we moved on from the match <laughs> 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 that was the best comments andy ever made No, oh, andy yeah, we'll bring you back well. in yes yeah, christian what do you got what's your feels speak uh, your feels
0: I'm just not – I don't know. I, like I said before we started hopping on, I'm just not looking forward to it. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I mean, like, I don't know. I re- would rather have a PGA golfer in there. It's kind of funny because Mahomes has always had Matt Allen's number since being in the league. So I'm wondering how, like, competitive they will be together on the same team. Um, but I don't Young know. Young
1: versus old? You don't like that Young whole dynamic? Old,
0: I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I clearly think Brady and them are going to smoke him personally. Wow! I think it's not even going to be a match. I think Brady and Rogers are going to absolutely demolish them. Um, What's the format? What's the, I don't even know what the format is? I haven't even looked personally. I just think that they're going to win outright by a lot. Well, it's got to get. Be, it's got I'm
1: telling you, he has got to get better views than uh, Bryson versus uh, Brooks and
0: Bryson was the Ew. Like
1: and Andy, go ahead.
3: No, I'm interested in it because you know I I think pro athletes tend to be. Without being stereotypical, they tend to be really egotistical people, right? And when it comes to golf, they want people to think that they're better than they are. And a lot of times, you know, they establish low handicaps and like to tell people that they're twos and threes and things like that. But when the heat's on, the cameras are on, I think it's really interesting to watch and see who has balls. And Aaron Rodgers showed he had balls, you know, in in the match that he was in. And I would say Brady didn't. Um, and I'm looking forward to see those other two guys play too. I, I just, I, it's an interesting thing for me.
1: I think, I think it's right. It's the train wreck. People like to, why, 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 why do cars slow down on the highway? They want to sadly see the accident. I mean, why, do, what do we watch for when we're watching NASCAR other than left-hand turns? We want to see the accident. We want to see the train wreck. And we want to see one of these four guys lay the sod over it.
3: <laughs>
1: That's the oh, yeah. truth. Speak. Tell me I'm wrong, Christian.
0: Alan, you're never wrong. First of
1: all, well, I know that. All
0: right, I'm just. I don't. I don't know. I, I. just. I just wish that there was. If it, if they're gonna do it like this, I wish the next match they have is like. LPGA golfers with, you know, PGA Tour golfers, and do like a match that way, like Annika Sorstan and Tiger Woods against, someone. You know what I mean? Like, I wish... That against people, Phil
3: Mickelson like, and Kari Webb? I think they did or, that before. Exa-
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Like, something... I, I guess, like... I don't know. There's. I don't know how to really describe it. I just... I, I, Christian, do
1: you, do you know? Know what? I, I don't know. Hey,
2: Christian. I don't know <laughs> like, anything. You probably want, like... Um,
0: Stone Cold Steve Austin with one of the Orange County housewives to partner together, right? That would be hilarious, <laughs> actually. Stone Cold just cracking beers open on every every tea box. That would be that would be something fun to watch. That or would throwing be... somebody in the pond. <laughs> yeah, how about like him and Dwayne The Rock Johnson going up together? That would be fun to watch. But I don't know. I don't know how to really describe it. I um, I'll probably watch a little bit of it, but I I won't be watching the whole thing. So I
1: I, I have a serious question. Who the heck decides on twelve holes?
0: Is that what it is? Twelve holes? Yeah. Oh, it's dumb. It's even dumber. Why? Why?
3: Well, it's production time, right? <laughs> They're pro athletes. They can play. They're going to be in golf cards, too. <laughs> they They probably have a have a two hour time slot. And I don't know if those
0: four. I don't know if those four players can play twelve holes in two hours. No, they probably have
1: like a three
0: hour time
1: slot. But I think you're. I think you're right, Andy. But I mean, still. If you're stopping for interviews, if you're stopping for this, if you're stopping for that, I mean maybe somebody
2: decided twelve holes is good to promote to the golfing public.
1: I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna go
2: that with sounds that. Sounds
3: like a PJ of America answer, Bob. That was a very
1: <laughs> sound answer, Bob. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh god. Don't put me in that box. <laughs> are you wearing a blue j- are you wearing a blue blazer? No, no blazer. No.
2: But, yeah, that's interesting they picked 12 holes. I I wasn't even aware of that. Well, they
1: did 12 holes for the Brooks and Bryson thing also. I don't don't get it. It's got to be about the time slot. So if anybody's listening, anybody's listening from Capital One or whoever's – I don't even know who's televising it. Just please reach out to us. I want to know why they chose 12.
3: Well, clearly, there's people like Christian that will watch some of it, but not all of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well – this won't even make it to twelve holes because Brady and Rogers will demolish. They're gonna smoke them. They're gonna smoke them. It's even they did more have, I, I will and, say this:
1: they've got, some, they've already got some good chirps going back and forth on Twitter. Uh,
0: yeah, but I'm sorry, but they're gonna. If it's now twelve holes, maybe Allen and Mahomes would have a slight chance in eighteen. But like now, it's just no. They're not. They have no chance. Zero. I, chance I don't think
1: I could go twelve. I I can go maybe twelve. I don't. I don't think I can go eighteen. You, by the way, Christian, you're gonna have to carry me. I'm. Let's ask that question. Everybody have a good holiday. I'm tired. I had a long you holiday.
3: You were you were driving a lot. I'd had a I lot had a lot really of FaceTime.
1: Karen, Christian, I know I carry you all the time on the golf course, but today's show you might need to carry me a little bit.
0: That's fine. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, I holidays are always short. Weekends are always short, but I I always look forward to Tuesdays because I see I see the boys. That's, that's, T- <laughs> Tuesdays are for the boys.
3: Tuesdays are for the boys. That's right. Tuesdays
0: are for the boys. <laughs> Andrew and Andrew and everybody else here is in spirit. So,
3: so the yeah, other.
0: That sounds like.
2: Kristen like, sounds like a country music song. <laughs> I'm a big or, country. Or music a pretty
0: good T-shirt. Country music is awesome.
1: I'll tell you what Tuesdays are good for tacos. Yeah, good taco Tuesday. <laughs> Can't go wrong. wrong with that.
3: Taco Tuesday is an institution. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you know what else is pretty good? Because Andy's been waiting for this one. You know, you know, or should I say, no, who is pretty good? Jordan Spieth.
3: He's all right.
1: <laughs> Finally. Christian,
3: Go were
1: ahead. you with us last week when, when, when Andy went on a long rant about Jordan Spieth? And I will readily admit it. Look, I chimed in and said, I don't know what that over-the-top-looking move that he's trying to make. I mean, I wish Brendan was on here to break down the swing. If we had like the John Madden telestrator going right now, but Andy, would you like to take the lead on this to explain to the listening audience why you felt that Jordan was lost? And then he sure,
3: wins? I'd be I'd be more than happy to to defend myself here. Um, obviously, firstly saying that I was dead wrong, um, but you know, it, to me. I'm a big Stephen Yellen fan, right? And we had Steven on the show, and and a couple of things that Stephen talks about, you know, sit sit pretty firmly in my belief system. One of them is, you know, it's really hard for a golfer to try to recreate their golf swing every time they hit a shot. Um, and when you see people doing rehearsals, there, that's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to recreate the golf swing. Secondly the most crucial part of the golf swing is in transition. And that's exactly where Jordan's doing his, his rehearsal up in transition. So he was number one in the field in ball striking. And he was way, way, way down the list in putting like, like as low as you can get to be a winner on tour. Um, His ball striking week was the third best he's had in his whole career. So, was I wrong? Absolutely, I was wrong cuz cuz he is doing it. Um and you know, I, I think he's probably neglected his putting a little bit. <laughs> and uh, but but what he did was incredible and and you know, kudos to him. I, well, I well, his wrong.
1: his quote was I won without a putter this week. Yeah. And it's I mean, amazing. he doesn't even go into a playoff if he takes his time over an 18-inch putt. Right.
3: Or right. does he?
1: We don't know. We don't know what kind of attitude, you know. Right. But Bob, you want to expound on that? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh,
2: you know, I'm looking at what he does with his that little pre shot routine, Andy, and it reminds me of Corey Pavin some years ago and some other tour players that
3: mm-hmm. do
2: an over-exaggeration to try to get a very subtle difference in the golf swing. Mm-hmm. And on the lesson team when I'm out there coaching, I had a bunch of lessons today. You know, I use this phrase a lot. Hey, hey Alan, I need you to feel something on a scale of 1 to 10. If 10 is an extreme, I want you to feel a 27 because to your feel, to my eye, it looks like a two. Sometimes you really have to go overboard to make a really subtle motion change in the swing. Um, So, you know, I I think of some players that have done that before, and and it looks like that's what he's up to. Um, But for him to win and miss that little little putt on Saturday, I mean, I think that would have devastated some people,
1: but his mindset's pretty strong. Well, you know what you, you said something right there, and I I go back to early days hitting hitting the ball back in the days. I'll, I'll invoke the name of Mike Wynn, former tour player, my yeah. mentor, guy I worked, grew up with. I know you know him, Bobby, from the mid Atlantic days. Passed away um, about a year ago, not even a year ago. Um, yeah. But Mike, when we used to go out on the tee, he'd go, he goes, "Sucker, you got." I know that feels weird for you, but you got to. It, it's going to feel weird because you're not. You're just off in slightly. And then, then the next three balls, you pound, and he's just like, "There you go, there you go." But Christian, I mean, Jordan's back in the top ten,
0: rightfully, rightfully so. I mean, he 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 deserves it. I mean, he's been he's worked his way back from. I mean, I think his worst ranking was what 90, 92, I think. That's that he fell down that far, and he worked his way back up to the top where he once was when he was winning majors back in fifteen and sixteen. I, I love Jordan. I think he's phenomenal for the game. I've always been a huge fan of Jordan. He's my favorite player um, ever since, you know, my my teenage years, honestly, just by the way he composes himself on and off the golf course. Well, um, uh,
1: you're good. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna interrupt you. I don't know if I ever done that before, but I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> sure. We all saw the clip. The PGA tour has a an amazing guy that walks over to all those kids and says, Yeah. I'll be back. I promise. And then does it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I was just about to bring up. That just goes to show you the type of player that he is. You know, you, you never, never see tiger do that. Right. You see Phil do that. Right. You see Jordan do that. You don't see, you know, Brooks do that or Dustin Johnson. Do you know what I mean? Like there's just, it just goes extra far for people to to do that. You know, I, I, again, I, they, they probably do those players that I just mentioned but I don't know if they're going to be out there for hours at a time signing autographs for kids like Jordan would. Um, You know, I've been to the heritage, Hilton heads, like my second home. I I love it down there. And just being at that tournament being at the facility on the grounds, watching those guys play, it's a small Island. That stuff goes very far when you're there and people love you for it. And you're always going to be a fan favorite no matter if you win or if you miss the cut because of stuff like that. So And it was a great tournament to watch. And he looks good in plaid at the end of it. And it was the first one as a father. There you go. And on That's Easter, and well. yeah, he is like he's you know,
1: like he's like Mister Easter now.
0: Yeah, there's something about Jordan winning on Easter. And next year, what tournament falls on Easter Sunday?
3: Hmm. hmm. It's which... another jacket, not a plaid jacket. But
0: <laughs> he's already got not... one of those jackets yeah so maybe well, he, he should have had
1: that. two i don't want to be the
0: but i don't the, want to be the down, big question be
1: downer but he should have had two
0: yeah i mean the big question going for jordan now is the rest of the season i mean southern hills is the, is the final grand slam for him that he can get i mean southern hills sets up pretty decent for him i think he can contend there easily so, I did see, i'll
1: tell you what i did see that big question post out on social who gets yeah. the grand slam first if either
3: rory or jordan What's, what does Jordan have left? Just the PGA? PGA. Yeah,
0: and Rory only has, ma- obviously has Masters. the Masters. I think Jordan gets it.
3: I think Rory gets it. Wow. <laughs> Christian?
0: You know, I wanna, uh, I'm going to say Jordan. I'm going to say Jordan first. I just Watch this? i say
1: neither of them. With Rory. Neither. neither
3: of them will ever get it?
1: Neither of them get the Grand Slam.
3: Wow, bold! You you are grumpy today, aren't you? I oh. am grumpy. I think you're
1: but grumpy. but I think don't forget, my picks good. have usually come incorrect, Andy.
3: You, you, you I would say that you're the best picker. There's you no think that's, that's
0: why, My picks have usually come incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly! That that's bold. I think one of them gets it. Rory's. I think Rory's, no, Rory's not. There's too much talent
1: out there at this point. You're. I
0: mean, coming from the guy who just shot 64 on a Sunday.
2: Okay. Well, I, I think Jordan, if Jordan has to get the PGA, I think there's less pressure getting PGA than Rory trying to get masters. I mean, there's something about the masters, and maybe I don't know, maybe the, All the eyeballs zone. on it.
3: Ask yeah. ask Arnie about that though.
2: Yeah. I'm right. gonna say I, you go. Go. I think some of the courses that the PGA picks could set up nicely for Jordan.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and I think at the end of the day, even though he didn't have a good putting. I think his mindset is different. I think his putting—you got to give in the the probably the the bump to Rory. But yeah, I got to say real quick, the when I started up at uh, with the PJ America, my first event was Southern Hills in two thousand seven, and I have this lasting memory of Darren Clark walking in the range, coming off the course in black shoes, black pants, black shirt, black visor, and I am telling you, it was one hundred and fifteen degrees. <laughs>
3: It was and, and he hot. was drinking Johnny Walker black.
0: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh my God. Well, here's well, a question for everybody. Does, does, does tiger want a major first or do they complete the grand slam first?
1: Well, given the fact that I said, neither. And last week we debated that whether tiger even gets number 83 and he's only going to be playing majors. I hate to say it. I don't think tiger does. it. I don't. I don't will think he will never does. win
0: another major. I'll say no. it right here on live. He will never win another major period. I don't
1: believe he will. I'd like to be proven wrong, but I don't believe he will. Did you hear the Jack Nicholas interview where he let it slip what Tiger made – Tiger's comment at the Masters dinner? No. That when asked, why are you coming out – why are you coming to play? And he said, you know, obviously there was still at that point on Tuesday evening speculation, is he playing, is he not playing? And Jack made a comment that I guess – that he repeated allegedly – what Tiger said in the in the Masters, uh, the Champions Dinner, that Tiger's like, it hurts to walk the golf course as it is. Why am I going to wait another year and hurt, and hurt then only to walk the golf course? Yep. I might as well give it a go. Yep. Hey,
2: Christian, here's one for you. Will Scotty Scheffler win another major before Andy
1: Hydorn wins his club championship? <laughs> well, Scotty Scheffler, we, is your club championship before May?
3: It's it's in May. Oh. What, Man, it what's what's the early. week of the PGA? <laughs> what? What's the week it, of the PGA?
1: It's the oh. week. It's the weekend before Memorial Day. So isn't it like the right. twenty? Yeah, twenty something.
2: 20 so something.
3: My club championships the week before that.
1: Oh oh boy, no pressure, Andy.
3: No pressure. Yeah, we got to be. We, you
1: you gotta you gotta get the camera out. We gotta document that one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: want some video
1: evidence? All right. So there are a couple of other things. I'm just gonna throw out randomness. Okay. Give some feedback. This one just struck me bad. Okay. Well, first of all, I wish Elliot was here because I believe he picked uh, HV3, right? Yep. I'm gonna bust on HV3. He he's actually the the target of a couple of different comments here. Um, this one just rubbed me the wrong way. Morgan Hoffman, everybody's heard the story of Morgan Hoffman. If you haven't, Morgan Hoffman, um, basically a form of muscular dystrophy, uh, in 2016, leaves the tour in 2019, has been living off the grid in Costa Rica for years, but travels like a couple of hours to the only golf course in Costa Rica where he can practice and works on a short game and what have you. And he's got three, he's got three sponsors exemptions back, medical exemptions to get enough points to get it, keep his card. Now he's got enough money. We don't have to cry over Morgan Hoffman for that because he's living on the top of a mountain, but Varner was asked because he was paired within the first couple days and I get it, but talk about cutthroat. Varner wasn't interested in talking. I'm going to give you the exact quote. Wasn't interested in talking about Hoffman swing. He only beating him. And I quote, I did not, Watch his swing. I'm not a very aware person. I never have been. I'm out there to beat Morgan. I really don't care. I get that he's been through a lot, but everybody on this planet's going through a lot. And there's something, and that's his battle. My battle may come down the road. Since you were just mentioning the good PR of one Jordan Smith, how does that relate, Mr. Nazemus?
0: Um, yeah, it's just tough um i didn't i didn't know he made the comment till tonight uh so i i just had to look it up um i get it you're 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 competitive right i get it that you're out there you're trying to beat your players that you're playing with obviously everybody on the tour if it's a major if it's an rbc at the rbc heritage whatever tournament it is you're trying to win right um, but it kind of goes back to what we were saying a while ago. It's just like, you know, something like that. Just keep your comments basically to yourself almost at the end of the day. Um, I mean, yeah, Harold has the right to say that. I don't necessarily agree with him on that per se, just because of what Morgan's been through. Um, because you haven't been in his shoes. You don't know what it's like. No, none of us do. I mean, you know, so it's something that I wouldn't really expect from Harold being the, the likable guy that he is on tour. Um, as well as a fan favorite. Honestly, people love him. And um, I think some people will look at him a little differently now after these comments. So... Andy?
3: Yeah, I think it's thoughtful indifference, right? You know, he, he said what he said. He thought about it. He acted very indifferent. And I think in a situation like that, when the camera's on, whether you believe it or not, you need to be somewhat sympathetic to what the guy's going through and and I just think it was it was kind of ridiculous what he said.
1: Bobby, anything bad? Well, I mean, you know,
2: if you compare what Morgan went through from his physical issues or and I don't know a lot of details there, but you know, Harold being minority going through things in life, you know, I think he has pretty good perspective of Overcoming challenges as well. So,
1: um, I don't know, giving him a pass uh, You know what, comment. dude? Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. That's a great spin on it. He's got his own. He, you're right. Everybody does. He, he is not wrong. I just think that Hoffman is, y- you got to feel for the guy. Yeah. 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 it's overcome a lot. I mean, you don't
2: know what people have overcome in their lives. So, you know, you get a microphone in your face and you make a comment, and maybe later you're. You think uh, maybe I should have articulated that a little different, but
1: um, I don't know. Tough to say. Well, he was also, we're going to go on to a more more conventional one, because I got two interesting, to me, two interesting golf rulings came out of of the heritage. Varner was involved in one of them, where he hits two balls, I believe, out of bounds. I might get the details correct here. Basically, there's a dude in his backyard, and he yells over to him and says, hey, is that a titleist? And the first one's like, no, it's not his ball. The second one, he checks. He goes, yeah, is it a red two or something of that nature? And Harold goes, yeah, that's my ball. They then make the determination because he, he identified it. There was a black dot on it. They then make the determination that the ball is like three inches out of bounds. So the the network goes on. The guys that are were, and I don't even I don't even know who was broadcasting, um, but they're then making the point of wait a minute, the guy picked it up and moved the ball. And under Rule 9 6, Andy, I know you got that one by heart, right? You know this one. If it is known or virtually certain that outside influence, including another player, in stroke player, another ball, lifted moved player's ball, there is no penalty. The ball must be replaced on its original spot, which, if not known, is estimated Rule 14 2. Did Harold Varner's golf ball, did any of you
3: guys catch this? Did not.
1: Did an outside agent move his golf ball, cause it to be an out of bounds, and therefore maybe cost him a
3: golf tournament? <laughs> did he get the benefit of the doubt or did he not?
1: No, the ball was out of bounds.
3: So they didn't determine that someone moved it.
1: This goes back to a bigger question. We, you know, about video replay. And that we had we were talking about this at the players. You know, now the problem is our cameras following all the players all the time.
3: That's the next problem. And focused on someone's backyard. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: think we
2: need, you know, in a future show, we'll get Gary Young here, who's a friend of me. And Andy knows Gary used to be the assistant for the Pleasant Valley Country Club. And Andy is now the head of the officiating rules on PGA Tour. So we'll get Gary
1: to come on. I want him on. Bob, why? I didn't know you, Bob, you have have this depth of knowledge and people.
3: You have no Gary. Gary will definitely come on.
1: Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. I saw him at the Honda. Christian, what say you? First of all, the ruling. Second of all, Gary, do you want him on?
0: I mean, the ruling, I, I I was kind of caught off guard by it. I mean, first off, what a shot that he hit to get out of the trees. I thought that was pretty impressive. I couldn't do that. No, thought, no, no, no.
1: no. The, you're, talking, you're already jumping ahead on me.
0: I thought you were talking about the Fratelli one. No, I'm talking about Harold Barner. See, did you, did you mute me? I must have. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell?
3: It's just a normal thing.
0: <laughs> My fault, Ben. All right, now now let's go ahead and take I was it. just ripping the show notes up, throwing them out the door like you know, like always. So I apologize. We'll
3: take
1: the Dylan Fertelli then, since you were decided to go there. <laughs> have you ever hit the ball in the Spanish Moss at at, at uh,
0: Hilton Head? Uh, no, because normally okay. I have the trees at that course.
1: Fratelli hits it in the trees. Ball hangs up in the trees. Hits this amazing shot out of the trees. Makes par, but did he? Dun-dun-dun-dun.
0: Now he got assessed a two-stroke penalty.
1: Go ahead. Why?
0: I don't know what the exact ruling was, but I, I, I guess he – yeah, he got assessed a two-stroke penalty for that. I mean, it was a hell of a shot to get out of the tree in the first place. I was conf- kind of confused by it when I first saw it. But, again, I don't know the exact ruling. I don't know if somebody here does, but
3: – Straddling uh, the line. What was that? Straddling the line. It's its the same as straddling the line, hitting a putt. Mm. You know, your body's know on the line of play toward the hole. I don't know. I, I just think if you're Dylan Fitelli, you got to know that.
2: But brings up a good point. A lot of PJ Tour players, I don't think they know the rules all that well. And I know they're playing for millions, and they'll bring somebody in for, like, the most basic ruling. But a lot of them, I don't think they – you know, and they're playing the game, but, and if they got referees or rules officials out there, it's one thing. But I, I don't, historically, they, they've known the rules like maybe the old timers have.
1: I'm looking for the
3: rule. <laughs> you know, you know what, Bob? I, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like since they changed the rules in 2019, a lot of people who knew the rules pretty solidly there's a lot of new things that people just don't know because the changes and the changes have, have offered a dynamic of, of lots of things that are now different than they used to be. And people are confused. Is that still a rule? Is that not a rule? Did that change? Did that not change? I so you're
1: saying that, I mean, they they made the rules. The attempt was to make the rules easier for mm-hmm. people to play. Yep. Okay, well, actually, this is a good debate question. They made the rules easier for people to play, but do you think the average guy that's out there on Saturday mornings actually playing by the rules of golf? No. Not
2: Not a chance. Absolutely not.
3: Not a chance.
2: Don't have a clue. And that's fine. Hey, at my golf club, I'll take 100 people a day, don't know the rules, but they're enjoying themselves, they're paying money, they're spending, they're playing in four hours, whatever. Um, You know, the, well, Andy, remember Buddy Young, the greatest uh, yeah. fish in New England. Yep. Yeah, he passed away. Buddy, Buddy stumped the USGA on more than one occasion, and Buddy Young, you know, God rest his soul. He he had a thing with the New England PGA pros, and he said, "I bet you fifty bucks within three holes, you break a, you break a rule." And one of the greatest ones was Dana Quigley. On the very first hole he played with Buddy, he gets to the green. Dana said something like, "It's gonna be the easiest fifty bucks I win." Buddy goes, no, you already broke two rules." <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is so, buddy. Young too, right?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. Uh, but yeah, he was the best. Buddy was awesome.
3: That's hilarious. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, not not that we need to go down that path, but I think I think you brought up a good point, Alan, which is you know. They made it easier, they made the rules easier for people to play recreational golf, which is kind of stupid because people don't play by the rules, right? So the only people that really are, are beholden to the rules are people who are playing in tournaments. And because all the rules change, now everybody's confused and there's people, more people breaking the rules now than you, ever.
1: You see you see it every sa- every Saturday and Sunday. Bobby said it very well. You know these under players paying the money, so he's obviously keeping the doors open and what have you, myself included as an operator. You just yep. want to see the golfers coming through, having a good time. And in fact, we get annoyed when that guy stands over. Here's a don't be that guy for you, Andy. Don't be that guy that's standing over a 12 inch putt trying to hole it out when you're two holes behind from the group in front of you. It,
3: it, don't be it, that guy. That's, that's on my list. Believe me, it's I it's that, you.
1: absolutely just. You, Go ahead and take it, move on to the next take. Totally. Keep the keep keep the game moving and fun for everybody involved. But obviously, that's against the rules of golf. USGA, I believe in their utopian society, believe everybody at every minute's playing by the the rules of the game. Ain't happening.
3: Yeah, it's like like Bobby said. Everybody breaks the rules unwittingly, but. Even, even the, the tour players are paralyzed sometimes with, with what to do just because they're not sure.
2: If the amateur you golfers had yeah, to really play by the rules every day, every round, wow, they, they wouldn't
1: enjoy the game. Handicap yep. index would go up five shots.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it, it probably would.
1: Christian, that would put you at like what, plus two? Love-
3: From plus oh. seven to plus two.
0: Yeah, I'm, yeah, probably plus two on that. Right? Yeah, right. I gotta get my hand. At my right now. i am a uh i am a. I'm a point five. In the gin. Recent one. Now that's that's gonna go way up because I haven't swung a golf club in like five months. But that's that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> so <I> the <think> <laughs> Christian couple rounds golf are gonna be ugly. No, go go. Tia Ford. I
3: will. <laughs> <laughs> it's PGA Bob.
0: Hey, yeah. I got I got all the goodies from our our friends at Survivor. So
1: I mean, the ball just so, off the uh, hey, Survivor Golf Tee, official golf tea of golf Talk live. It's center prong technology reduces the the friction between the golf ball and the tee. Tight gauge indicator allows for consistent tee depth. I use it, and that's why I hit it past Christian all the time when we play. Survivorgolftee.com. golf Okay, so Christian. I have a question for you. John Daly II just (laughs) inked an NIL agreement with Hooters. Kids, a college freshman, played in one tournament so far. He and his dad have just signed a deal with Hooters. (laughs) Did you get a deal like that? Oh, that's right. They didn't do that when you were playing D1.
0: No, I just, what better duo could you ask for? (laughs) That's perfect. That's a perfect. I mean, you're talking about. I just, I love it. It's the best news I read all day. <laughs> There's just nothing like it. I mean, geez, I would, man, both parties won.
3: <laughs> both parties won, and everyone else lost.
1: Because <laughs> the wings are good. Exactly. A promo shot with JD two standing there, flanked by two Hooters girls, and he's just standing there eating <laughs> it up.
0: He just smug, smug as all get out. Oh man, that was funny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I I feel bad for the guy because because he's got stomach cancer, but but I gotta tell you, I think he's a total clown. And anytime he gets a microphone in front of his face, he embarrasses himself. I, I just, I, I can't stand him. Can't stand him.
1: Are you as passionate about that as Christian is with uh, Bryson?
3: I may be more passionate about my disdain for Bryson as well. But...
0: Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I don't All know. right. So that Bryson's is not coming on the show, Bobby. <laughs> wow. I mean, I really don't like Bryson. That's got to be a... That's got to, yeah, that's got to, wow, okay. On, gotta, on comparing like, look, look, I'm comparing my for Bryson. Look, turn,
1: turn the clock back for a minute. Bryson misses the cut at Augusta, stays after to watch Tiger. You got to like that. Come on, that's a respect for the game, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. No? Okay, well, okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, shocker he missed the cut. Oh, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What do you mean? The minute he came out and said, I'm going to play Augusta as a par 67. You can't, that just goes to show you, you can't bomb the ball in golf. You can bomb it. Are you saying that would be like, missed the green from 40 yards away and you three putt from 10 feet. Well, you're not going to win any tournaments on tour. Are
1: you, is that, are you, Christian, are you saying that that would be the equivalent of, of a, of a, a good Catholic person saying that, the Vatican is, you know, just like any old church.
0: Yeah. I just really <laughs>
1: did, he, did he, was that blasphemy to say something negative about Augusta national as a part 67? Did he ruin that for you?
0: He ruined it for me when he put on all of his muscle and started dumping his balls into water and all this other crap that he does and just has a cocky mentality to him ever since he won the U.S. Open.
3: Yeah, and I think I think his comment about Augusta is less about Augusta and more about Bryson, look at me.
0: He might be a nice guy off the course, never met him, never want to talk to him, that's fine by <laughs> me. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, he's just, I just don't, I don't like him. I don't, I don't like him at all. Well, you know where someplace he may show up?
1: This is the king of the segues once again. He may show up on the the, uh, the live uh, tour, Bobby. Because I'll tell you what, the first player has the first player has filed for an exemption to play. And like Kurt Flood, I'm going I'm reaching way back on this one, boys. Kurt Flood filing for suing the Major League Baseball to get free agency because he didn't want to play in Philadelphia, and it set off a shit storm forever for the next fifty years since. Uh, hang on. I got to find my, who was it? Robert, uh, Garius Garius. Yes. Files April 25th. So next Monday represents the last day. You have to have a 45 day, um, uh, filing to ask for a, a release to play in an event. You have to do it at least 45 days out. And the first event for, um, l- shark the the sharks tour there is when is it it's i think the first week in june at centurion in london so the first player has filed for release is that the is that the domino
3: uh, well do we know do we know i, I mean cuz this 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 got talked about you know a month ago that what can the pga tour do can they can they have repercussions to players that that try to go play this, and they threatened, you know, suspending people and doing things like that. Do we know if there's any of that in play at all?
1: anybody? I don't think they can. I mean, they're independent. I mean, I I, I equate it this way. I'm a I'm a, in one of my many hats I wear. I'm an independent contractor for the the firm that I I broker golf courses for right i have rules as a broker that i have to follow within the framework of that company Mm -hmm. if i do not i will kindly be asked not to broker golf courses for said company right can you destroy someone's livelihood is there a monopoly i'm sure that's what they're going to try to try to reference it there's other tours you know Somebody can go to Europe and play. You don't have to play on the PGA Tour, like we talked about. It's a members-only, basically, club.
3: Yeah, that's my question. Is is there any any action on the side of the PGA Tour that they will do to to kind of... Blackball you? Yeah.
1: Bob, you want to weigh in? I think they've talked about
2: that, you know, uh, but... I'm on the side that if they're independent contractor, good, bad, or ugly, they do have a right to do and play where they want to play, and it could not look uh, sometimes politically politically correct or otherwise. But you know, Garrigus I think has his, his rights to play where he wants. Yeah, he'd go to Europe, he go to Asia, he go wherever. Um, so I don't, you know, I guess get a, to me it was like that. Was it still 15 tournaments? You got to play 15 tournaments to you know, have your tour membership. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, he could be the correct flood. He could be the one that like sets the precedent. I know I saw some of those other names that were sort of floating around.
1: Ian Poulter, uh, Shane yeah. Lowry,
3: Bryson, right you, you would Bill, think, Baba. You would think that, that the PGA tour bylaws are written, they're published, they're they're there for everyone to see, and if if the current bylaws prohibit somebody from doing this, that's one thing. But if they're going to now try to make some new, you know, rulings and determinations that aren't in the bylaws that would hurt somebody for or stop them from doing this, I think that gets a little little uh, sketchy.
1: Christian, would you like to chime in?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's
1: or are they all being little bitches?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> uh, I mean, like, can you? I don't know. Like, again, like, Gargus, he's got limited status on tour. He's only had one victory in 2010. It came, I, th- I believe, at the Zurich, or no, maybe it wasn't the Zurich, but it was. Um, it was the only victory he had in 2010. He's playing on a sponsor's exempt this week at the Zurich. Like, he's he's actually the perfect guy. Yeah. Can you blame file him? for this? You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Like, can you, can you like a Kurt, like a Kurt Flood? Obviously, Kurt was there. He was, good. he was a good ball player, what have you. But yeah, he, he's not. You're not gonna see Bubba be the first guy that files. You're not gonna see Phil. Well, maybe Phil. You're not gonna fi- see Bryson be the first guy that files. It's it's gonna be that middle of the road guy that's gonna say, "I have to go do this because this gives me a better opportunity to earn money for my family." How yeah. do you argue against that?
0: Yeah, I mean it's a forty-eight person field, no cuts, twenty-five million dollar purse. If, you know the winner gets four million, the last place person he comes in last place, for example, he'll pay you one hundred and fifty grand. I mean, Garrigus, I don't know. Again, he's you know at the age of he's at forty-four right now. I mean, he can easily come out and you know play terrible golf for four days and still pocket one hundred and fifty grand in his pocket.
3: Yeah, and now now the the people who represent this tour are going around saying, I think Norman said it, that there's gonna be a lot of rich corn fairy tour players. Absolutely. Which is awesome for the corn fairy tour players. But in the end, d- is that sustainable? Do people give a shit that, that some random corn fairy guy was able to make a bunch of money?
0: Nope. No, yeah. No, no they, gotta,
1: they, they eventually have to have star power, which segue. Uh, Ian Poulter and Shane Lowry, I believe, are partnering up at Zurich. And I'm not going to go all the way to Zurich. Is that your pick? Poulter Poulter made a comment on social. He goes, what should our walkout music be? (laughs) And oh, my God. People were chiming in with, I don't know, what's the national anthem anthem of Saudi Arabia? Somebody else said,
0: take the money and run.
1: I mean, (laughs) he was getting roasted.
0: Good luck. No, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, if I'm, uh, go back to Garrigus really quick. If I'm in his shoes, I, I this would be a no brainer for me to go over there and play golf. Yeah. I mean, like, again, like I alluded to, if you come in last place, you're pocketing 150 grand. That's literally at any normal tour event, That that's a top 10 finish. If you think about it, I mean, from a financial aspect of it, again, he's unlimited access to the tour. He's on sponsors exemption this week, paired up with Tommy Ganey, you know, two gloves, all that stuff. Like, Nothing's guaranteed on the PGA Tour. This could be a fresh start for him that he's been looking forward to and that he might need at the end of the day, you know? So, yeah, that that was my last comment on on Rob. So You know,
2: speaking speaking of purses, I think I read something this week or last week that said Scotty Schepler in the last X amount of weeks has won more money on tour than, was it, Arnold, Gary Player, and Jack put together?
0: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It's been, it's. I think he's he's made well over ten million already. I think something like that, or I don't know. I don't know what the exact number is, but I yeah, it, I may
1: be wrong on this also. But I thought I saw that he's made more in this run than he had previously. Yeah, in er, in earnings.
0: Yep. Yeah. Or, wasn't it compared to John Rom though too? I thought it was compared to John Rom that he made more like more money already this season than John Rom has the last couple
2: seasons well, just historically speaking if you get the big three and he's won more in a few weeks basically than they did in a career is that's that's like a get your head around that i mean that's just crazy that's where you know this money thing like i don't know at some point you just go back to wins top tens top fives whatever i mean if you're just talking money there's names out there that nobody knows and they're making a millions a year They're they're making more than some of the great, quote-unquote, great players of all time have made. So, I don't know.
1: It's just just a weird situation with that money. Bobby, I could come up with – and this is my final question. Andy, I'll throw it to you before we – I could come up with a whole list of names of guys that should be – they really ought to be considering this. When we're on the air doing our show next week, it'll be after the 25th, the shoes will have fallen. Yeah. I can't wait to see some of those. I can, but I can come up with a list of names that I could, I think should be absolutely considering.
3: I'm, I'm excited for the players, right? I'm excited. I'm excited for, for, um, you know, the, the, the corn fairy guys and the, I, I'm not excited for the, the people who are running the tour because I think, again, I think it's unsustainable. Um, but if if there's an opportunity for the Robert Garriguses of the world, um, oh, to make some serious money for a few events, I think that's awesome.
0: There's there's no need for the top players in the world to go over there. I, I mean, there's no need for the Scotty Schefflers, the, the you know, the um I'm DJs, Rory's. There's no reason for them to go over there unless they just want to play golf. You know, I mean, like four million dollars to them is nothing, at the end of the day.
1: Middle of the road, journeymen, guys at the twilight of their career. That's the guys that are gonna be over there.
0: A thousand percent. Because there's a hand, there's there's hundreds of them that would go out there and play that Phil Mickelson can go t-
1: t- t- Phil could go down to play in the Dominion uh down in Richmond, Bobby, and make three hundred thousand dollars and smoke the field, or he can show up here and make quadruple that. Does that make you want to come out of retirement now? I am I'm, I'm already been out on the range practicing.
2: I knew it. I heard those reports.
1: I saw something on Twitter. That's why my foot hurts. That's <laughs> why my <laughs> back hurts. I can't, I can't carry Christian all the time. All right. 18th hole, Andy. Final green. Final thoughts before we put the flag in.
3: My final thoughts are I could give two shits about the Zurich. <laughs> I'm I'm way more interested in watching the match than I am watching the Zurich.
1: Okay, Bobby.
2: Uh, it'd be nice if there were more events on tour, like a Zurich, that would spice things up a little bit or change it up or get really kind of wicked wacky. So, not that I might tune in a lot for the Zurich, but it's just nice. It's not a 72-hole play event.
0: Christian. Yeah. I, uh, Zerk's one of the, you know, I, I like watching it just because it's a different format. I like watching, obviously, you know, 72 hole stroke play, like, you know, like Bobby alluded to is, um, it's fun for a while, but I like the different type of formats. Um, you heard it here first, Sam Burns, Billy Horschel, they're going to get it done this week. So th- that they're going to win by a landslide. That's not my final thought though. My final thought is, <laughs> uh, continue to follow us on all social media guys. You know, I say it every week. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all the above, um, anything we can do to, to get better, you know, please, we love the feedback, criticism, anything that you guys have that we can, we can do better for you guys, because we're doing it for you each and every single week. Um, you know, way anyway, we can make you guys laugh on your way into work, you know, on lunch break, you know, wh- wherever you guys are going to be listening to this. Um, it's greatly appreciated, obviously. Um, you know, I've alluded to it many times, but we have a lot of stuff planned here for 2022, a lot of great things planned um that we're gonna you know be sharing with you guys here very shortly so that's my final thought for the week and uh, that was my pick for the zerk so
1: mine mine simply is this there is no truth to the fact that andrew is actually at hooters doing research for the show checking in on jd2 he's i'm sure probably working someplace but it's interesting he's not here that's all i got this so christian hit it long and straight because it's gonna be andrew
0: it's gonna be andrew hitting it short and crooked when he leaves hooters
3: <laughs>
1: the 19th hole podcast presented by golf talk live and brought to you by perfect practice putting mat yips and survivor golf tee
0: you only have one opportunity to sell your golf property Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30 plus years of golf industry experience, combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan DePew, today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.